sisters out there in the world, man. What's going on, brother? Hey, man, this song is kind of like when grandma used to have you sitting down doing thunder and lightning, you can't move, can't say nothing, right? Uh -huh. When Marvin's singing that, for real, though, it means so much more to me at 46 years old than a kid listening to it, just listening to a man that got them harmonies, you know mm. what I'm saying, the melody, you know what I'm saying, nice, smooth voice. Right. That song is so true, man. Right. Like, it really gets my spirit going. Like, I'm serious, <laughs> man. Like, I, had to, I was up here talking to my boy Dre online, man, and I had to just stop it because I'm like, man, let me just pay Marvin that respect, that, right. that song, man. Because let's think about this. For him to go in there and write that, mm -hmm. what he was feeling as a rich singer, mm -hmm. still in tune with what's going on in the world Today. outside, man. Right, and that song still resonates today. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It still resonates. But, but he didn't have to. Like, that's how you know, man, that I was. Ancestor was still touched, man. Mm -hmm. you, know you know what I'm saying? Because he could have said, hey, I'm, saying, I'm a successful singer. I ain't got to write about what's going on outside. My own thing. You know what I'm saying? Because right. whether they vote or not, I'm going to still be rich. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it don't bother me. But he wrote that because he felt that uh -huh. and he was living that and he wasn't disconnected from our people, man. Yeah. That's why that stuff like that get me resonated, man. I, I see you close your eyes every time it come on. Hey, man, because I have to yeah, feel it, it, man. Let it marinate a minute. Hey, man, because I have to <laughs> shut my mind down when I'm listening to good music or a person talking. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to engage with people when they talking because I respect people. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I try to just, you know what I'm saying, give my attention so I can try to remember what they saying. You know what I'm saying? And get back to right. him. I'm like, okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? But today, man, I want to get into, man, just like politics and the state of our people and business and all of that, man. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you, I had a meeting today before I came here, man. One of my brothers, uh, Minister Servant David Tavares, I used to work with him in the city of Atlanta, right? Uh -huh. Man, we was talking and he was like, name the seven people that was killed. You know, he said outside of the, the Civil War, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, name another time that uh, in America that was bad for black folk. Uh -huh. I automatically said the Civil Rights Movement. Right. So he said name the five people that died during Civil Rights. Mm -hmm. I got Martin Wright, mm -hmm. uh, Mega Evers, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Fred Hampton, mm -hmm. and Malcolm. Mm -hmm. And he said the uh, he named 
All right, those were the four. All right, there were six people that, you know what I'm saying, got killed, right? Martin, Malcolm, Megas Evers, mm-hmm. um, uh, Fred Hampton. Mm-hmm. So he said, name two more, they was white. I wasn't kind of in tune when he said the white, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Saying, cause they, so a JFK and Bobby Kennedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those mm-hmm. were six that kind of like shaped America from 60 to 69. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Like those six murders, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is what like shaped America, man. You know what I'm saying? The right. JFK and his brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Six, seven months after him. And Martin and Malcolm really shook up, you know what I'm saying, the black community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because the black community wasn't really in tune with Fred Hampton because he wasn't so much the face overall. It's like um, right, Bobby right. and uh, Huey. Right, yeah. You know Huey, what I'm saying? Huey, now, yeah, Fred Hampton wasn't necessarily the face of the black family. Right, you know what I'm saying? Was right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But this is impactful. But I'm right. just saying, like, you know, so Martin and Malcolm kind of, you know what I'm saying, really resonated with black folk when it comes to the death. Because Mega hadn't got to that level, you know right. what I'm saying, of national. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, international. Because Martin and Malcolm was international. Mm-hmm. But those six deaths, man, from the civil rights movement, it just really what that shook it up because mm-hmm. that was the time that Martin took us as a whole from Republican vote to Democrat for vote. JFK. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, out of that, you know what I'm saying, came okay, the gay rights bill, civil rights, I mean the gay rights bill, fair housing, mm-hmm. right to vote and all that came up out of that bill. Right. You know what I'm saying? So JFK agreed to do it because he needed to vote. Then I think when he got killed, who was it, Lyndon B. Johnson? Lyndon B. Johnson. He ain't really, well, he ain't really like black folk. He ain't really want to do it. But right, he ain't want to do it. pipeline, and he needed those votes. But it wasn't, but it was so much bloodshed going on in Alabama with, you know what I'm saying, with Martin them. Mm-hmm. And I think what pushed him over the edge was the march on Washington. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He seen all them black folk <laughs> and everybody else up there in D.C. Uh-huh. He had to come clean with the civil rights bill. You know right. what I'm saying? But... Even to that point, man, like even watching the movie, man, and just reading it, man, man, you know the um the NWCP wasn't down with that, man. Mm-mm. They were not down with Martin and that march on Washington. They did, you know what I'm saying? They tried to do everything in their power to keep that from happening and to keep the march from happening, man. So this is what, man, this is what people don't understand, man. Uh, it what drives me so much, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I know we done had so many blacks. In our path, that have sold us out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stood in the gap, being gatekeepers and playing. You know what I'm saying? Both sides of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Which ain't led us nowhere, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even when I look in Atlanta, right? Like even after um, Martin. Mm-hmm. From what you know of Atlanta, who besides Hosea William took up the mantle? You know what I'm saying? To take care of um, poor folks and hungry folks outside of Hosea, the whole movement. The only person I know of is Hosea. That's what I'm saying. His John, name stayed in stayed bro, in the John Lewis like and them ain't done nothing. I ask black folks, and if anybody on here watching, I ask black folks, tell me what John Lewis did as a congressman. Mm-hmm. If anybody can tell me what John Lewis' legacy is, he always got on TV and said, oh, that day at Pettis Bridge, Oh, when they hit me across the head with Martin, oh, that's all he talked about. Now, I give them respect. Right. Because back in the day, for you to do that, you was very courageous. Right. Because at any point in time in your life, you could have been beaten to death, mm-hmm. shot to death, bitten by a dog, eaten. Hung, like you could have been hung, hung. you could have been hung. killed 
to death. So from a courageous standpoint, yes. Mm -hmm. But he didn't do nothing for our people but wrote the coattail or Martin Luther King verbally, mm -hmm. but none of them live him spiritually and physically. None of them live him, man. Mm. And I hate that because I come from the project, so I know now how impoverished we was from a resource standpoint. Right. Back then, people wasn't so poor because we kind of like, you know what I'm saying, like you had each other for right, certain right, things. Right. You, had, you had community. You had I certain mean, you families had couldn't afford yeah, like yeah. Jordans and certain yeah. Nikes back then. Yeah. But you ain't really know you were, you know what I'm saying, no, I was kind of poor back then. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm just built and I'm able to raise a different way, right? So mm -hmm. the reason why I stand on certain things and say that, like, like I'm the realest doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Because in my grandmother's household, my grandmother's household was very clean. Mm -hmm. My family would drug dealers so they can afford some things. Right, right. But my grandmother never stopped me from going to my friend's house who didn't have nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm spinning out down there with roaches. My grandma never said, but you can't go down there, you know what I'm saying? But they got roaches and rats down there. Mm -hmm. My grandmama never said that. Right. She ain't never say, oh, this, that, that, never, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, my grandmother and grandfather never made me think I was better than my friends. As a matter of fact, they said, you're not better. We just can afford certain things. Right. So when they bought watermelon, they fed the whole community. Mm -hmm. And they said, you'll get yours last. Like, let them eat because they right. don't get to do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Man, my grandmother would tell me to go to my friend's house because they knew that their mom or their aunt was probably up the street. Mm-hmm. Drinking, cause all of them used to drink. Right. You know what I'm saying? She said, "You finna spend the night, go down there and look in their refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Tell me if they got something in there or not. I'm gonna make you a bag, and you come down there and you put in. Don't tell them it was me. You know what I'm saying? Just take it down there. Mm -hmm. Man, you just give me packs of Kool Aid and and sugar and everything. They never said, "Oh, I ain't getting you nothing." They mama get food stamp. Man, my mama them never said that, bro. Right. If I'm in the yard playing football, my mama come out there. She count every head by everybody a happy meal. Buy two, three bottles of pizza. Everybody get a piece of something mm. to drink. Man, my family. So that's who I am. It's in my blood. Right. I don't have to think about, oh, what my mama and grandmama did. My mama, did, anybody born who was raised in the bottom can vouch for that. Nah. Anytime I post a talk to you, anybody, I ain't got never going back to my post saying somebody and said something that ain't right. true. I don't live no lie. Right. So when I grew up, that type of family I grew up in. So it's so, still in you. Hey, bro, you hey, bro it's it. in my blood. Right. I don't you, have to think about my grandma, my granddad, and my mama did. It's in me, bro. Right. Like, that's what they did. They fed people. Man, and my granddad out there, man, he went and caught fish. He, Everybody in the bottom of born home was getting fish. Fish, right. French fries. We all eat fish tonight. All <laughs> everybody get fish. It ain't no that's me and them in the house. No, bro. Right. That's what's in my blood. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? No, that's why I don't play with that. I take it serious because I know who God has called me to be. Mm -hmm. It's to fight and defend his people. 98% of people I know live in poverty, check to check, need help. Right. I can never turn my back and feel like I can walk around that land without a nigga saying that to me, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some of my friends probably done made it, but they un ain't. Right. They mama ain't. They right. grandmama ain't. They sister ain't. They cousin ain't. Right. I got a sister that's on, what, Section 8. You know what I'm saying? Food stamp. You know what I'm saying? Battling with cancer. I know all of this. Mm -hmm. I had aunts and uncles and noms and cousins who smoked crack. So I could never look at my friend, mama, aunt, no, I'm saying, cousin, say, oh, man, she, no, she a junkie. I've never called a person to smoke crack a junkie in my life. Right. Always respect. Right. Always, bro, because I was raised on that. And whatever your mom and dad, you know what I'm saying, a family on, when I walk in my grandmama household, I see it every day. My uncle in there in the other room, mm -hmm. no, I'm alcoholic, no, I'm saying, this one on here run. 
know what I'm saying? This one on crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I had examples in there of what I didn't want to be. Right. I didn't want to do that. Right. I ain't want to be a nigga talking to my nephew about what I used to have, what I used to be. Right. I ain't want to do that. <laughs> right. That's what they used to be. Oh, boy, I used to. Oh, boy, I used to be there boy, when I was your age. Boy, right, right. Boy, oh, nephew, when I was, you know what I'm saying, back there pimping. I, did, I love yeah. the stories, but I never wanted to be a used to be nigga. Right. Never wanted to be that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Never be, never. And they used to always tell me, hey, bro, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Life is about respect. You know what I'm saying? Hey, mm-hmm. don't do nothing with your friends if you can't stand to take the heat. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't tell on your friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't do that. They instill you know things in you now. So, Hey, man, my uncle them taught me a lot of stuff that just so happened that that's who I am. Mm-hmm. I ain't have to get in there and be like, oh, what my uncle told me I need to do. No, man, if me and you go rob and they caught me, I'm not telling on you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I hope that you can send me something down the road. Hey, it's all love. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, I'm still not saying, hey, man, y'all know lab was with me. Right. That ain't what you do. If there's certain street codes you live by, mm-hmm. but in the world we live in, there, everybody thinks stuff be street. Mm-hmm. It ain't it street. Ain't. You know what I'm saying? If you see a dude... You know what I'm saying? Molesting a little girl, a little boy. You turn him in, y'all beat him up, he gets street justice. Mm-hmm. But if you decide to go to, you know what I'm saying, the police route, man, that ain't going to get no street code if a, you know what I'm saying, if a grown man, right. you know what I'm saying, doing something to any child, child. teenager, or old person. Mm-hmm. If you ain't going to kill him, turn him in. Right. Hey, bro, you're not going to get no street code when you do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, you're going against the street code if you don't, don't do, do that. Right. Like, when do we allow niggas to you know what I'm saying? To molest and rape or, you know what I'm saying, to manipulate teenagers to kill grown folk. Right. Man, that ain't street, man. Ain't that street code about that, man. Well, that's because they that's because the people who are doing it don't actually know street code. They don't know that when we grew up in the streets, uh grandmamas, children, uh old folks was off limits. You didn't, you didn't the mess with that. Really from the street trying to tell you what street code right. is. Right. <laughs> that's why I hate these niggas who got this microphone right here. Uh-huh. Trying to tell niggas who from the street. How street go. Right. That ain't how it go, bro. Right. Like, niggas right. get a little famous on social media, mm-hmm. get a little minor athletes or whoever. Them niggas ain't qualified to be talking about nothing from the streets. Nothing at all. If you ain't really from the streets, mm-hmm. you're not qualified to talk it. And even more, if you're from the streets and you ain't really been through the ringer, you mm-hmm. could be born and raised in a project, but you ain't been in the ringer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd have had to sit across from the DA agents and then, you know what I'm saying? I had to talk to the FBI agents. Mm-hmm. Them, boy, if you ain't done that, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that any little heat, shut up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because talking to the, the police ain't the same heat as talking to a DEA agent or FBI or either, um, boy, who I had to talk to in school. Name the three. It ain't the CIA, the FBI, or the DEA. It's another agency, boy, when you're dealing with, like, white-collar stuff. Uh, um, it one of them big it, boys. It used to be, it used to be um, it's, it's part of Homeland Security now, though. But, no, it ain't um, Homeland. It's something else. It's something else. But anyway, boy, if you ain't dealing with that, man, you need to shut up, mm-hmm. man. You know what I'm saying? Niggas always want to give you advice on what they would do. Nigga, you ain't never been in that much trouble where you had to talk to them three boys. Mm-hmm. The most you ever had to talk to was APD. Right. Shut them up. Them three That's letters. It. <laughs> right. And them niggas ain't smart. These three letter niggas <laughs> that went to academy, hey, but these niggas study you. They right. know any false thing you say could get you 10 years by even lying on that level. Mm-hmm. You can get a live charge to a police falsifying, hey man, misdemeanor, it ain't it ain't going no further. Right. A lot of one of them boys. Right. Oh, but you could be sitting down five or ten years. Easily. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, 
I just be getting tired of that, man. And then on top of man living in Atlanta, bro, I just hate how man we just got weak leadership. Yeah. I, man, let me tell you something, man. I hate that, bro. Because like I said, bro, ninety eight percent of people that I know, bro, you know what I'm saying, are in poverty by by income. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? They ain't just sitting around lazy. Yeah. But in reality, most people are one step from being homeless because of the job laid you off. Mm -hmm. They got to, you know what I'm saying, they being responsible, um, taking care of their kids, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, and everything else. So if they lose this job, or if they have to take off, you know what I'm saying, too many days because they got a, a you know what I'm saying, a sick child or whatever, mm -hmm. man, they can lose their job, which will cause them to be homeless. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people in those situations, man, you know what I'm saying? Right. They job not paying that much for them to save, you know what I'm saying? Do right. those things so they. I mean, they say a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, people are struggling check now. So check. you think about that. That's what I'm saying. So if they struggling, imagine now. You know what I'm saying? In Atlanta, we lead we lead America for income inequality. Mm -hmm. So the number one city in America for income inequality, right? Where we from? Bankhead, Simpson Road. MLK, Camerton Road, Cleveland Avenue, and all that. Mm -hmm. The West End, like on the other side. Mm -hmm. But that is what make up the income inequality in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which the average income is 16 grand, right? Right. So imagine, bro, you got people out here surviving off 16 grand, which I don't want to be deceptive in that because if you're making 16 grand, you're also getting like, you know what I'm saying, free childcare, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, food stamps based on the income of some type of subsidized housing. Right. But that's still your income. Right. So the average true salary might be like 28000 Okay. After taxes and everything. On the low end. Right. No, bro, there's some jobs in the city of Atlanta start out at 28000 Before taxes. It's probably going up to maybe thirty three now. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the customer service 911 job. Uh-huh. 311. Yeah, bro, they used to be starting out at like 28. Now they might be like 33. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let's say I think that the cheapest seller in Atlanta might be $33,000 or oh. like a government job. Okay. We're not talking about it like, you know what I'm saying, Wendy's, none of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which McDonald's is now paying, um, what, uh, 15? 15, yeah. All right. Most of them start at 15. Wendy's, I think, is at 12. All right. So the average, you know what I'm saying, the average seller is like what, uh, 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 15. Do the math on that, lab. Mm -hmm. $15 an hour for a uh, 40-hour week. Mm -hmm. So my whole thing is, man, we got too many people in charge from Atlanta who born and raised here. Mm. I hate that, bro. Like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I don't care to be friends with nobody who elected if you overlooking your people, bro, that you, you know what I'm saying, that mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, you come from this. You might not come from the same struggle we come from. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I ain't going to never think I'm better than Anybody from Atlanta, I don't care what side of town you're on, man, because 90, like I say, bro, by 98% of my friends come from that mud, bro, or part of their uncle, their mom, everybody. everybody. So I can never not think that I'm better than my friend. These are my core friends where, you know what I'm saying, our core values came from. We start going to church together. We start mm -hmm. playing little league football together. Like, you know what I'm saying, the first people house I started spinning out of with my friends, them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... I can't never, man, think I'm better or doing better where I don't forget where we come from. And that's because I might be out of the quicksand 
you not out of the quicksand mean we not out of the quicksand. Yeah, I don't right. want to be out of the quicksand if you not out the quicksand. Right, you don't be. You it don't. I want you to feel the exuberation sometime when when you can pay everybody a bill at the table. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel that. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying? I don't want you to feel like when you go out there, you might not want to order this big boy meal because, damn, I got to make a decision. Right. I want you to be able to order with no problem. You know what I'm saying? To be able to lead a, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The same maximum tip if you want to. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can be like, hey, man, I got everybody you know, food. They say, what, you know what I'm saying? What the bill is? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 400, I got it. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, every, like, I don't want my friends to be depending on somebody to pay the bill all the time or they make a decision where they can go here, you know what I'm saying, go there. I want all my friends to be able to go on a trip to Africa with us. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, let's go. Let's go. Make everybody, it bro. Yeah. Hey, bro, let's go to Jamaica. Everybody. I mean, they don't even be knowing the little stuff they be doing. Like my friends, be, I, you know what I'm saying? Like they be going, you know what I'm saying? Miami Vegas. I'd be like, bro, the same money you just spent going to Miami Vegas, you know you could have went to, you know what I'm saying, Jamaica. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, it's so way cheaper. Right. Bro, a round trip flight to Jamaica, bro. If you book it in a month and a half, round trip, mm-hmm. $285. Really? Well, you know hey, they got bro. travel advisory for Jamaica right now, though. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I mean, oh, you know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> though, bro. Uh, the medium income is. Well, $285. If you're bro. talking about $15 an hour. It's $28,000 $28, a year. Hey, bro, I just told you $28,000. I just told you now, right? Ain't that what I said? Uh-huh. 28800 before taxes. Look, now, going in the city, though, you can't make no less than 15000 Last time I was there, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Because Senior Reed did sign off on that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That was back in 2016, he signed off on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you, know you had firefighters, bro, making $13 an hour. Bro. Really? Here's what I'm saying, bro. In Atlanta, we can't call ourselves the black Mecca. We can't call ourselves the black Hollywood when we undervaluing our people, man. Mm-hmm. People who not from here get more opportunity than the people who live here, man. And so, I have a problem with that. I don't got a problem with you being from Detroit, you a hustler, and you trying to make it. Right. I got a problem with the people who born and raised here that are in charge are not making those same resources available to people from Atlanta. That's born and raised That's here. born and raised here. Right. Ain't got an opportunity to get a storefront. Mm-hmm. Ain't got an opportunity to get a house. I always say the man, people who was here. Keith, a six-figure paying job or a high-five-figure paying right. job. Boy, ain't no way, man. I, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that. I always say the people who kept the lights on before it became hot, Black Hollywood. The people who kept the lights on, kept the... Kept the bills paid. Hey man, the drug dealers, the number before runners, all this stuff the club with Hollywood owners. and all this yes, stuff man. started. That's what I'm saying, man. People forgot, man. But especially you got, the club on the strip club on because Atlanta was known for that. That's what I'm saying. But you got people ain't gonna lie. You got people in charge now. I'm talking. About, I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. From the mayor and all of them, like the mayor don't claim to be a dude from the streets. Like he'll say he from, um, you know what I'm saying, the West Side, Collier Heights, right? Right, right. No, no knock on him. No knock on nobody ain't from the street. But he don't know the number runners, you know what I'm saying? The guys on Bankhead, the Mike Cato, the mm-hmm. Q-Ball, the Wesley Maris, and all of them guys. Right. He don't know them guys, you know what I'm saying? Sonny Lookerstow. Right. That ain't his world. It's okay. So his idea uh, of connecting with street people and helping them, it ain't there. Mm. It ain't there for people on the city council. They're not connected to the streets. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn about us. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Less uh, exactly, time for that yeah. Because they, they, they idea of cleaning up the streets is getting y'all out of it. They so idea... Us out the way, basically. No, I'm saying? But, now here's the thing, though. The culture of Atlanta come from the street hustlers, mm-hmm. the number runners, the people from the project. Right. So when people say, 
I'm from Atlanta, man. We don't care about no superstar. Right. That's cause the street niggas were more famous than a, you know what I'm saying, than an athlete. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any entertainer. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who you come from. All right, we're gonna we're gonna stay in the present. Killer Mike won the Grammys the other day, won three. Right. Killer Mike, you know what I'm saying, used to hustle in the street, you know what I'm saying? But he from, you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying, like he was in the mud in the streets. Right, right. Right? Right. You know, so not no big time drug dealer, but that's in the mud. No, I'm saying no everybody. Mm-hmm. That culture, they want to gravitate. You know, what I'm saying to that culture, mm-hmm. like Outkast didn't come in the game, like they said A Town, but Outkast didn't come in the game claiming to be street. Right. Two of Goodemar was actually from Atlanta, from the street. Mm-hmm. Right. So, the culture. Like when Outkast and Good and Marvin and all them first started rapping, mm-hmm. they weren't more popular than niggas from the streets, dog. Right. They weren't cool than niggas from the streets, dog. We ain't got no real female rapper in Atlanta, but from that era, right? From from no female rapper would have been uh, cool than certain girls from the West Side, the mm-hmm. South Side. No, I'm saying certain girls in Atlanta just had it like that. That's cool shit. That's got yeah. a good name in the streets. Uh-huh. So no rapper, no matter how much money you got to show, you can't can't little girl that girl. Right. No nigga can't little boy nobody. Right. Like you still got niggas, no matter how much money they Ti probably got. Right. I'm right. gonna use him. Niggas will still argue and say, "Oh, oh, nigga, you ain't from here, nigga. Right. Oh, you ain't from this side." You can't live boy niggas in Atlanta, dog. I'm just saying though. I'm just saying. <laughs> what do they say? Everybody. That's how the Atlanta. culture is, bro. Listen. No mayor, I don't care who it is. Right. No mayor can't live boy, no real street nigga from Atlanta, no real cool nigga with a name from Atlanta. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you was lame. Nigga, you was lame. Nigga, you was lame. Right. Girl, you was nobody. Girl, you was lame. Right. We used to make you shut up in school. Like, nigga, you, I'm that saying though. Especially when y'all know each other. Bro, you can't live boy. Listen, man, that's the beauty of Atlanta. Right. Y'all grew up together. And, you know what I'm saying? Let you be a mayor talking about you from Atlanta and you ain't. No Grady, baby. Mm-hmm. You ain't from this side. Or you ain't go to APS. Right. Come on, bro. You, you still can't say that to a nigga from Atlanta. Right. I don't care if you the mayor, the governor, the council, nothing. Mm-hmm. If you ain't from the stool where we from, you still go be considered outside or lame if you ain't that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then if you from here, your report card better be right because <laughs> somebody went to school, you're going to be like, oh, that nigga was lame. Right. Oh, she was nobody. Right. Oh, she was lame. Oh, she was fat. Oh, she was this. Oh, she was that. Uh-huh. Oh, he was this. Somebody gonna have something to say about you, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what make Atlanta so unique. Yeah, it does. But what y'all make seem Atlanta to know everybody and bro, everybody know y'all, bro? But what make Atlanta so messed up is we be having people in office that from here, but don't give a damn about us. That burns me, and it burns me to the point, bro. For real though, like, and I'm just being honest, man. If it really wasn't for the God in me, for real though. Like, I be really wanna like go there with mm-hmm. them, you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I got some friends that if I call, they'll go there. Like, hey, bro, we'll yeah, worry about you, we'll worry about getting out later. But you have bigger, you have bigger fish but, to fry. Your 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 calling is bigger. It, it is, lab. But sometimes, lab on the but lab on a respect issue, lab is disrespectful, lab. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To be saying you're a part of the culture and you're really a culture vulture because you're not helping the Atlanta culture. Right. You're not helping the Atlanta culture. 
So sometimes, Lab, niggas deserve to be getting that, though. Yeah, I'm not being right. honest with you, though. I get what you're saying. So that's what I'm saying. If it wasn't my caller, and if God ain't God ain't put that on me, that'll just be me trying to orchestrate something and do something. Right. God ain't put that in me to be that type of rebel to cause some, some bodily harm. Right. I ain't talking about no shooting and killing. I'm just saying some of these politicians need their ass beat, bro. I stand on that. I don't care nothing about that. Some of them need their ass beat because, you know what I'm saying, how they... See, listen, lad, here's what you got to understand. Your lack of care and love mm -hmm. and empathy are causing people to die, bro, and be homeless, my nigga. Right. So when you say, hey, I know you... Hey, lad, you got to understand this. In politics, the things you do and don't do cause people to die, be killed, and be homeless, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we got these girls, like, you know what I'm saying, my friend... You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Neither daddy died. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say he died. He was killed by a young 24-year-old cop. Mm -hmm. People from Atlanta who are in charge to make things happen are sitting on their butt, bro, with a blind eye. The videotape showed this man, overtaged this man, mm -hmm. killed him. Mm -hmm. Now, APD finally fired him once we put the heat on him and the family right. kept going. Right. But... That ain't justice, him being fired. Right. That's what I'm saying. The people that can make the decision, you know what I'm saying, to go further are sitting on their hand. So let me ask you and a question. Turn a blind eye. And that's what I mean by, hey, bro, sometimes I think these niggas be thinking and these women be thinking that they going to be in office forever. You won't have that covering forever. You got to walk around Atlanta mm -hmm. and somebody going to see you either have some nasty words for you or. It could be a fist fight. Mm -hmm. You just never know, man, on how much you done pushed a person to a brink of no return. Mm -hmm. And they might just see you and it might trigger them. Oh, when that lady or that man was in office, man, I lost everything. They used to talk nasty Oh, you just to never me. know, bro. I'm just telling you, man. You know how people talk nasty to you. That, that's a problem, too. But do you think that we think that the people who are elected in office are people in charge, but they're actually people who's telling them what to do? Do you think that's the case? Because a lot of these, lot of these politicians, I'm gonna say all of them, they um, and I'm not talking about just land. I'm talking about all. When I say all, I mean all. Mm -hmm. They are adherent to the people that donate money to them, and they listen and do whatever is necessary for those people to keep donating money. Now you don't know how closely these people are in this person's ear, this politician's ear. Not giving them a pass or nothing, but at the same time. Those politicians get so blinded by the money, they they forget what they are in office for, and that's to help the people. Now, I will say this. Are there people elected that have the... I mean, are there um, donors that have their own agenda for the people that are elected? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. However, that agenda is not one that causes you not to do nothing for your people. Mm -hmm. They may have an agenda where they may want contracts. Mm -hmm. know what I'm they may want X, Y, Z. It still has nothing to do you know what I'm saying, with them. Like, let's say, for example, right? Um, 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 I think overall, um, um, if I had to give Andre Dickens a grade for two years, mm -hmm. Um, um, it wouldn't be an F. It wouldn't be. I got some major complaints on some things that I feel he can do better mm -hmm. because 
You can't show your hand one way and then tuck your tail another. Another, okay. So what I mean by that is when the white group that owned the land where Wellstar was on, Wellstar Hospital used to be um, Georgia Baptist and then what, Memorial? It was something else after that. Atlanta Medical. Atlanta Medical. Mm -hmm. When they shut down and tried to turn into a high rise, mm -hmm. he did step in and say, oh, no, you can't do that. We won't give y'all no permits and no approval, you know what I'm saying, to build no high-rise over here. So don't even think you're going to tear it down and do that. Right. You need to stay a hospital, all right? Uh-huh. So you can put your foot down on the mirror and stop that. Right. You can also tell these developers who building these high-rises, who charging way all this ridiculous rent, mm -hmm. you can also tell them the same thing. That's true. You can also say, hey, Dan, if you're going to build this now, let's come to a compromise, right? How many builders going to be here? 500? Mm -hmm. All right, if you're going to have 500 builders in here, I need at least 75 of them at what we say affordable rate. Now, we ain't going to try to play you and say no five, seven dollars rent, no $1,000. Nope. Mm -hmm. If your average rent going to be 2500 uh, for the duration of this building, you will be locking in at 75 if a person move, and they were one of those people that was locked in at 1500 mm -hmm. you don't make this unit available for 2500 You right. keep it at 7500 And as your job as a mayor, every year, because people break lease every year, no, no more, whatever, every year you got somebody in the housing division at City Hall going to check them rent rolls and making sure that 75 of those people every year are still on that damn rent roll making fifth me paying fifteen hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Man, that's how you hold people accountable. Rent control. And you make them do those things. You say we you're not gonna permit unless you do this. Mm -hmm. You lock in that agreement for the life of the lease or whatever. Mm -hmm. As long as you on these grounds in the city of Atlanta, seventy five people out of your five hundred will be paying fifteen hundred dollars. So let me ask you a question. Do you also attach to that even if they sell the property, new owners got to do the same or the sale can't go through? Oh, no, yeah. Because you I know mean, how that's people why sell properties. I've been in real estate a long time. But that's people why you don't make properties. it. But that's why you don't make it, but that's why you don't do it in the name. That's why I said, mm -hmm. as long as this property sits on this land okay. in the city of Atlanta. It's attached to the land. You put the parcel in there, it's attached to the land. Agreement attached to the land. Mm -hmm. And attached to the Warren Robbins, because the Warren Robbins sell it to you, mm -hmm. then you might say, hey, I ain't got to own that agreement. That's between you and the Right. No, man, you be. That's what I'm saying. Leadership. You thinking way ahead. You thinking all the right. That's what I'm saying. Part of that being from the streets, where you can, you know, to counter, counter, you know what I'm saying? Right. The, I'm saying? the double cross and the triple cross. You right. already know it's gonna come. Mm -hmm. So you put it in an agreement where, you know, what I'm saying protects you from the double cross and the triple cross. Right. Because we know that the that the laws in the United States are set up for um Indians and all uh, foreign people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? They get a five year. Um, but they don't have to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So after every five years, they change ownership. Vietnamese That's true. do it. Vietnamese do it. Um, Nail shop Chinese, do it. <laughs> Indians. That, yeah. Pakistan, everybody do it because that's the deal that America gave them. Mm -hmm. They live tax-free five years. Mm -hmm. So they just switch owners. That's, that's why they don't sell, that's why I don't sell credit cards. Now they always, all of them mostly do cash. Listen, bro, they are. Bro, because you know why, bro? The American dollar, I'm saying like I just left Africa over there in that region, bro, the American dollar is like, 18 to 20 to 1. Mm. So they send that money back home, bro. Right. Send that money back home. Yeah. Your American dollar ain't ain't 
ain't as rich over here as it is in the east. Mm-hmm. Man, come on, man. And, that, and that's and see, that's why China come on, and man. all those other countries like Iran and Russia are trying to devalue the dollar. They want to make their own currency. You know, we, that's another whole other story we we'll talk about later on. But we got to realize. Let me ask you a question. When it comes to politics, and I'm just on this thing because I think it's such a, such a terrible, such a terrible state of affairs. You know, everybody's on this DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion programs. How they're trying to get rid of all of them, and all city governments, and all companies and corporations, and college to, uh, admissions, private and public colleges. And I don't think that we are paying enough attention to that issue. I know that we think it doesn't really affect us, but in all actuality, it does because, you know, their tell, tell a story of diversity, equity, inclusion makes people hire less qualified people. Like when the, the door came off on the plane, you know what I'm saying, they're trying to say it's because it was black pilot. He was less qualified than the white pilot who would have flew it because of the diversity, equity, inclusion. You get, you get, you get the narrative that's going on now. Even though that we have to go through the same training, sometimes once or twice, as a white pilot would have to do, we have to do all the same trainings, all the same classes, everything that the white person has to do to get that job. We have to do it too. So we are not less qualified. It's not like they come down the street and saying. Lab, come fly this plane. We know you don't know how to fly, but we need one black person to meet our quota for diversity, equity, and inclusion. How do we, and I know you probably haven't really looked at it because you have so many other things that you take care of. How do we, oh, okay. How do we stem that tide? Um, Let's pay attention to it, too. Man, there's so much for us to pay attention to. I don't even know if that's even. I don't know. Yeah, man. Sometimes I don't even be knowing. I think we gotta, man. We gotta get past the hurdle of electing the right people in office that's gonna take care of us. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? That's what we gotta do first and foremost. Hey, hey, man, I need you, man. Um, sidebar, man. I um gotta file my nonprofit stuff this year, man. The girl that used to do it for me, um, she done took a job out of state. Um, I haven't been able to get in contact with her. Um, I need your help, brother. You know what I'm saying? Can we meet this week? I know I got until April. Um, but I need your help, man. I never had to file it before and I wanna learn how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I know how to do it. And bro, you gotta do me a fundraiser, dog. You see it, you know what I'm saying? You know I'm running for the county tax commissioner, bro. I need to get with your your group of people that you know and deal with, bro. I need a good fundraiser event, bro. Even if it ain't a fundraiser, dog. I know you got a roller desk, bro. I need an event where we sit down and we talking about this because I know you understand the effects of property taxes and how the tax commission have been killing our community, bro. So, and I need that from you, man. Those two things I need from you, bro. I ain't asking for no more favors in life, bro. No, I'm saying no. I'm saying this is my last run at it. I ain't asking for no more favors, bro. So I'm calling in on everybody, bro, that I know and love and respect, bro. And I know they gotta reach. You know what I'm saying? I need that, bro. I got you. I'll call you tomorrow. I appreciate it. So man, my whole thing is in Atlanta, man, we just gotta hold each other accountable. Um, um, I'm not saying disrespectfully, um, respectfully, and the person has to be able to accept that challenge like one of the things that 
uh, Hosea um, taught me, man, when I used to visit him, man. Uh, he told me that uh, Andy Young was his best friend. He said that when Andy Young won Mir, that he told Andy Young, man, congratulations, I love you. He said, but we'll be down at City Hall tomorrow picketing you. And Andy said, why? He said, man, because it's still black folks in Atlanta that's hungry, and black folks in Atlanta shouldn't be hungry. That's why he created Hosea Feed the Hunger, because black folks in Atlanta were hungry. He said one day a black man came up to him and asked him for $2 and said that he was hungry. And he was like, man, how you hungry? God damn it, we just had a black mirror. We just elected another black mirror. Like, what do you mean you hungry? That's how he started Hosea Feed the Hunger, man, because he had two black people, you know what I'm saying, that was hungry. And that's, I mean, that, you know what I'm saying, that's the birth of it. You know what I'm saying? Look at this late joker that walked in, my partner Westside Ken, a nigga who don't vote, don't do nothing. Yeah, he late, y'all. Did what I'm saying, nigga like him. You know what I'm saying? He still want to be running the street, having it fun. You know what I'm saying? Call me at 5 o'clock. Hey, bro, we still doing the show? Yeah. I want to go ahead and do the show. He said, bro, we well, did last week. Look, no, late, late, you know late, what I'm saying? You want to use that excuse. Right. Hey, Ken, but you need to vote, Ken, because you got a voice, though. Stop always acting like you don't have a voice. But when we sitting around having a conversation, you know what I'm saying? You want to talk about how you was the only nigga driving Porsches back in 1989. Nigga, get out here and do something in these streets about this, you know what I'm saying, the voting, what's going on, nigga. Yeah, yeah, but he, you know what I'm saying, he didn't want to know to talk about, you know what What's the car he had back then? It wasn't a Porsche, it was a, uh... I don't know, what he had, Benz, didn't it? No, I mean, he had some bad car, like a Z8, it was something Ken had back in the day. It was a little sports car, like a Porsche, you know, Porsche wasn't all that in the black, you know what I'm saying, community. But he had something going on. Oh, yeah, the Viper. You know what I'm saying? The Viper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't nigga had a Viper. He don't let nigga forget that. You know what I'm saying? He don't let nigga forget that. But. Only nigga was Viper in a Ducati. Right, 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 right. Right, that nigga had a Ducati. Nigga wasn't even riding Ducati back then. But he always been that type of dude. That's what I'm saying. So so he the type of dude I was talking about last, right? In Atlanta, like, like I don't care how famous no rapper is. Like, they can't live by a nigga like Ken. Right. I'm just saying because right. he had things nobody else didn't have back then. Right. So it don't matter. You got $30 million now. Ken can say, nigga, I got 50000 and can still do whatever you're doing with your $30 million. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's certain dudes in Atlanta. I don't care who get here in Atlanta as an athlete or entertainer. You can't live by dudes from Atlanta. Atlanta, the only city where you can't live by niggas in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's as famous as anybody in Atlanta. You the mayor. You ain't more cooler than certain niggas from Atlanta, dog. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. Can't nobody, little boy, nobody in Atlanta on no level. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know some dude. That's what I'm saying. Like this dude here, I was saying. You know what I'm saying? Big player. He don't get involved in politics and stuff. He should. Right. You know what I'm saying? I understand why he don't, but I'm just saying, but he should. Dude. Right. He should lend his voice to that. You know what I'm saying? Because everything is political. Yeah. Everything is political. I think it's because they think. I think a lot of times we don't get involved with certain things is because the black community feels that their voice is not and their votes are not counted anyway. You know they had that narrative going around a few years ago. You know, don't vote because your your your, your vote don't count. It's already pre-picked. Your, the person's already pre uh, pre-selected who's going to be this person or that person. But I don't think they realize that the president is all right. But you have to vote these local elections. That's what will affect your life more than anything. And I don't think that. We get that narrative. I don't think we get that narrative out enough that local elections affect you on an everyday basis more than anything else. 
in any election, you now, know. I was saying that I believe, in my belief, mm -hmm. I do believe that presidents of the United States are selected, mm -hmm. not elected. They are selected. Okay. I do believe that. I do believe that a president uh, 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 of the United States represents the corporation, mm -hmm. not the country. Okay. It's two United States of America now. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because where does the White House sit? Mm -hmm. Where does it sit? The District of Columbia. District of Columbia is not part of the United States of America. Right. It is not. It doesn't even have a... Uh, it doesn't even have statehood. It don't have a statehood. Right. It's the District of Columbia. It's not a part of the United States. This is why George Bush told Kanye when he was ranting, I can't go into Katrina. Do you know why he couldn't go into Katrina? No, he couldn't go. Because technically, Katrina, you know what I'm saying, New Orleans, not a part of America. Hmm. Because of the Louisiana Purchase. Mm. They sold it to the French. Right. So. Right? Made all the black folks leave... Louisiana, no, I'm no, saying, Oklahoma, which that's why it's called the Trail of Tears. Right. Okay. And cut a treaty deal with the Oklahoma, which was all Native Indian people, cut a treaty deal. That deal still stands. That's why they got the casinos and all that out there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Made all people walk from Louisiana, bro, on Oklahoma. Wow. So George Bush, being the president, couldn't go in Katrina. They had to send what? The National Guard. Mm -hmm. So you got to think about this, bro. You got a lot of state. You got to think there was only what. 13 state that was part of the United States. You know what right, I'm saying? Originally, like, yeah. So, originally, the rest yeah. of them wasn't now. As a collective, they a, said. A so you done been to Texas many times, right? Mm -hmm. um, so Texas name, they ain't nothing like Mexican names, right? Mm -hmm. It was Mexico, bro. They took it. Yeah. So here's your name after Sam Houston. Read up on Sam Houston. Mm -hmm. Those are names, bro. The white boys armed themselves, killed the Mexican, took the land. And California too, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. bro. All that, bro, Levada, mm -hmm. right. New Mexico, Arizona, all that was Mexico, dog. Right, right, That's right. what I'm saying, bro. America was a compromise of all that, bro, from from uh, from um, Texas on up, dog. Mm -hmm. That was Mexico land. Right. They took it and ratified with the United States. But technically, only the 13 states was part of America, mm -hmm. bro. We learned that in, you know what I'm saying? Right. We learned that in elementary school. Right. The 13 states was part of the United States. Right. Everything else, that's why everything else was free state. Everybody else was free state. And, and that's really why civil the Civil War went on, because they didn't want, a lot. some people didn't want slavery to go west. They wanted it to stay in the south. They wanted to, the western states, Los Angeles, Texas, and all those states to be free states. But then you had the people in the south who wanted those states to be slavery states. So that's really why we had a civil war. Because the economic part of those states, they wanted it to be free, and they wanted it to be slave states, and I tried to go live. Yeah, you know? they knocked you out. Oh, there you go. You tell too many truths. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on? Oh, uh, he all oh, he in the white mansion. Oh, he in the white mansion. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Laugh, laugh. This dude I be talking about, laugh. Oh, that nigga cold, laugh. That nigga cold. That nigga cold, boy. That nigga a nasty dealer, boy. <laughs> nigga a nasty dealer.
Right. Right. To the ticket ain't got the ticket has nothing to do with safety. The ticket has more to do with economics. Hey, hey Ken, hey Ken. It, 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 they want you. They want you. They want. You, that's the law they saying. It's the law that you gotta have your seatbelt on. Right. It has nothing to do with. It has nothing to do with safety. It has law and safety. It's man's law. Yeah, yes, you know, you know, it you is. know it made as we go. It is made as we go. Hey, look, let me. Hey, let me ask you this. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you can't wait to talk when you can use them big ti words. You like to use them big words. You like to use. Hey, but listen though. True that. True that. Uh, true that. But listen, but, but listen what I'm saying. This what, this, what this is what I'm about to say. This is what I'm about to say. I always tell people, you one of the guys that got street sense, a book sense, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You done been to jail, you know that culture. You know what I'm saying? You travel abroad. Bro, you have too much um, value, bro. You know what I'm saying? To still be this. Like, bro, you got to get out here in the fight, bro. I know you living better than most you know what I'm saying, athletes and entertainers, bro, but I'm just saying, bro, you got too much to give for real, though, bro. No, you ain't never cherished nothing. You always been a giver. You ain't never cherished nothing, y'all. Jay, what's up, Jay?
Everybody get treated the same way. So it ain't bad for me if everybody get treated the same. You still say so the thing about it is they always and they don't they don't tell you no lie. They say white supremacy. I'm already letting you know I am supreme no matter what situation I'm in. If I'm a jacket, if I'm the biggest of the biggest, if I'm a politician, I'm letting you know every time I step in the room, here come white supremacy. Let me ask you this, bro. Let me let me ask you this, cause now I'm saying, cause we know your brand is ism, right? You know what I'm saying? No, you ism. Let me ask you this though, bro. Why you don't want to be known, you know, as the intelligent guy that you are, bro? Why you want to be, you know, you know what I'm saying? Why you want to be the Hellcat driver? You know what I'm saying? Why you don't want to go on these, you know what I'm saying? Podcasts and really lay down the the knowledge, Ken. You're right, Seven Charles. If you do away with the product, then they will listen. But they manufacture so much product that we can't concentrate. We can't focus because everything is always about the money, homie. You got to get the money. But see, what they start to realize is they're doing it backwards. You get the respect first. Then you get the money. Then you get the power. The empowerment comes from getting the respect first. See, when I was in the street, and I, I could go anywhere 
<laughs> name Craig. <laughs> we want to keep that shit to stay in, homie. Yeah. I'm about to ask him something. I was about to ask him something. Well, the hour don't know. The hour don't know. Mm-hmm. It's an hour. It's an hour. It's an hour right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said any questions on them? Uh, they were saying something, but they stopped. That was a while ago. Allow me to reintroduce myself, nigga. It's Kurt. And I'm going to stop All right, Chris, carry it on. Chris, yeah. while we go back live. Chris, carry it on. You're late, nigga. Y'all can't just stop talking. I, 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 I can't just jump and see what time you. What time you? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We, no, we talking about. You know what I'm saying? When niggas be late. Nah, we can't talk about niggas late. Y'all gotta keep going. We can't talk about niggas late because you late last week. We 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 but you didn't talk about them politics and them Grammy. We got to stop going to them Grammy. That's what we got to stop doing. You see what happened to Mike, then. Um, um, but I was told that wasn't a, um, a um, Grammy incident, yeah, though. Yeah, they say that, but they say it was a Grammy incident. They said it was like coming back in. He was coming back in, and they were saying he have a ticket or something like that. You know, security guard was bucking with him. No, I don't know. 
yeah. Mike was okay. I don't think I don't think that was an issue. He had a ticket because they would have seen that he won a Grammy. I don't they think he won was, three Grammys, but I'm just saying like it was like yeah. But I don't think they would. I don't think that would have been an issue though. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's why he got arrested though. But it's just the issue being how Jay Z was begging for them. You know, they they seem like they're begging for their attention, but you know what I'm saying they and they still ain't giving it to them. Like they ain't even broadcast it. They ain't broadcast what? It's none of none of the hip hop stuff. None of that was broadcast, period. So what, we was watching pre-recorded? Pre-recorded. That was pre-recorded. When they, all you saw was a highlight of him winning. It, nobody never went up there and won it. You know what I'm saying? They never, they, was, they wasn't live. That was before time. Hold on. I want to ask Ken a question. <clears throat> Just hold him call in. Good call. I want to be able to say, I want to be able to say it live with him on it. I'm saying we never know when you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Cause he has like no, I'm talking like all people that don't look up to him. Mm-hmm. So when he speak, like people listen to you. Hey, I wanted to ask you, man. They only gave us an hour on the live. I wanted to ask you, um, because I know you grew up with this guy. Y'all the same age. Um, so I wanted to ask you the other night, man. Uh, how proud was you as a uh, fellow Astro? You know what I'm saying. A guy from the West Side. You know what I'm saying. Seeing your brother, who you know, that went through the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Win three Grammys, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how proud were you with that? Because I know you, and no, I'm saying, because I know you, listen, listen, I know as much as you are, you know what I'm saying, a player, one thing that I do salute you with, you ain't no hater. You salute everybody. You show love to everybody. So I know that, you know what I'm saying? I know you, and I know it damn near probably brought it up to your eye, because I know you.
Yes, sir. Say this, man. I don't know if I'm critical saying that, but let me say this to you for real though. Sometimes uh, our friends don't be knowing that it be motivation. I'm gonna tell you what my motivation. Well, I ain't gonna say what it is. No, I'm saying I ain't gonna say that. One of my motivations is that I get from you because I get a lot of stuff from street dude, but you want to do that to be honest with you. I've never seen sad. No, I'm saying never seen goddamn complain or cry. I, I I've seen you had it all. I've seen you lost it all. I've seen you get it all back. Goddamn, I can see you buy a motorcycle today and you a little nigga ride it tomorrow. Goddamn, if he crashes, you might be mad because you didn't get a chance to play on that motherfucker, but you ain't finna cry. You ain't finna fuss and fight. So I get motivated. Like I tell Larry, I know a lot of people, bro, that most of the people that I know and come up with in this, you know what I'm saying, this world is like you don't cherish nothing. You done had it all. I ain't never seen you just tell a person no. I ain't never seen you tell a person, no, you loan them something, they don't give it back. Hey, man, you always say, hey, man, if I couldn't afford to get it to it, I wouldn't have gave it to him. Like, I ain't never seen you do that. So I love that, bro. For like, I love you, family. Like, I love your mom. I love your family. Like, you ain't never, you know, that told me no. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never. So I love and appreciate that, bro. <laughs> like, I don't want you around me. Cause you about the country, guy. Yeah. I'm a hand. 
Yeah, yeah. I can't hear that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what made you? So what made you get hardwood ceiling? These folks said they ain't never seen a nigga with hardwood ceiling. <laughs> how you get? How you get hardwood ceiling, homie? God, that nigga got hardwood ceiling. Nigga ain't got no. Hold on, that's in the bathroom, Ken. Man, that nigga hit on went crazy in his fucking house. This nigga done laid down. I seen the nigga build a motherfucker, but this nigga got hardwood ceiling in the bathroom. This nigga cold blooded, boy. Lay this nigga cold blooded, Lay. Lay, he cold blooded. Lay, he done went crazy now. Ken done went, Ken done went crazy now. Hey, Ken, you done went crazy now. That nigga, Listen, I ain't gonna lie. Now, hey, listen, my boy, I got one of the bad houses I done seen. Like, hey, but the way he designed that house, boy, it's a bad house, boy. He ain't take no shortcuts in that house. He spent a lot of money. Now look, he, look, he got the he got the elevator button. You push on the light. That nigga hard. That nigga hard. That, that, that nigga hard. But that nigga hard, Chris. That nigga. Oh, look at that nigga. That nigga king. That nigga. Hey. Hey, Lad, that nigga got a monster crib. Like, he built right. a monster crib. He built a monster crib. <laughs> That's why he don't be outside no more. He, he stay home. He stay home now. He, he don't go nowhere. He stay <laughs> home. That nigga got a bad eye on. Hey, boy, I went. <laughs> if you don't feel like, if you don't feel like walking down the steps, you gotta get on the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get you, you get to hit a crack in the step. Somebody's coming. Somebody's supposed to be in there. Everybody in my house is in my house, and that's me by my mama. 
He said, Look, Lil E. As you ain't my nigga, go to court. <laughs> right off. <laughs> Just gravitate straight 
<laughs> I'm living with the enemy, homie. Yeah. Every single day I shut my motherfucking eyes, I'm trapped inside myself with the enemy. Mm. I got to learn to get to know me, though. I got to feel me in order for me to even have these conversations with somebody as such as the superior as yourself. Bro, I got to understand me and the shit that I went through, homie. And it was real, but it was it was to the Every day. Yeah, y'all went through that big word. Y'all got to put the words in there. Proximity. <laughs> that nigga hell. That nigga hell. <laughs> you know, like, for real, for real, though, dog, people got to understand who they are. You understand who you are, and then you'll understand how to make the people around you better. We selfish, homie. We selfish. It's a plot. It's an agenda. I need for you to be selfish. Because if you ain't selfish, then you learning other people. We want these people to be <laughs> That's the way life is. Giving it to you for real, for real. Yeah.
I got, I got. Like that perspective.
like that. I'm going to conclude with this. The problem is this. Everybody <laughs> thinks that they're doing it alone. Right? You're not doing it alone. God is making this shit happen for you. So whatever I can do for you, that ain't doing nothing for God. So when my limbs speak to me on the day of Yamakiyama, on the day of judgment, on the day of reckoning, my limbs going to say, what I did for God going to ask me, so what did you do for me? Yes, you <laughs> Fight your way to the top. I like that perspective. I like that. You made it. Fight your way from to the top. You had to pick it up. You one foot in, one foot out. Ain't no more mistakes, homie. And that's just how I look at life. That's why I smile so much. I think I have a beautiful smile. That's a hell of a. Life, that's a hell of a perspective, boy. You right, boy. <laughs> that's real. Appreciate that. You done you done gave a lot. Of, I like I like that perspective, man. I like that perspective. You can't be, you can't I got that. <clears throat> yeah, that's facts. That's facts.
They ain't gonna keep him. He gonna win this time, Ken. Huh? He gonna win this time. Hey, you speak that because if you don't speak that, right. you just told seven to seven million sales in your body that you are a Robinson is a loser. No, sir. He, he gonna win. You speak that in existence. Yep. Play both sides. <laughs> right. Hey. Right on. Right on. <laughs> <coughs> 
<laughs> right on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, right on though. No, you're right on though. They make them calls, bro. They talk about it all the time. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm telling you? And I'm gonna let you go, bro, because I, I get to speak of this ism, man, and that shit just become a part of me. So what happened is this, right? When they drop their guns off in our own neighborhood, the Martin Luther King, the Bankhead Court, what we need to do is we need to lead them motherfucker right down the ground and tell them. Serve it, bitch. So I'm, I'm in Thailand right now. Okay. Man, if it can't be monetary, I can pull up, man, and uh, show my face, man, and 
Hey Ken, hey Ken, you need you need to come up here with with Mooley with Mooley um when he's uh when, he, when he's out campaign you need to come up here and be on, be on the show because you know you don't you don't ran the show tonight so you know what I'm saying you need to come on up here it got you know how last time we had our conversation talk you know what I'm saying what we gonna do you know what I'm saying. Hey, brother. Nigga say he don't like chocolate chip cookies. Nigga mama made the, nigga mama made the baddest cookies in <laughs> in the world. Nigga why he don't like chocolate chip cookies. I don't eat chocolate chips. Hey man, I appreciate you, man. And I'm gonna show need you before May, man. So I'm gonna let you know what the play is, man, because I show. You know what I'm saying? Love your energy, man. And I, um, you know what I'm saying? I love you, so I definitely want you to um, come out before May, bro. I need you. Okay, well, I'm going to hit that gym 30 days and 30 nights, man, because I got to be more negative than people want to see me. You know, if I'm going to step out, I got to be more negative. Yeah, with Hazel Brown, I don't need to see me. My hair curly hair. You never know how I'm coming. <laughs> 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 you back in front of Lamb, nigga can't grow no hair to like my hair curly. <laughs> man, man, you got some hot on here, man. Hey, these people, and these people come from your end. You know, when you join somebody live, people from your page join in. Like they, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? They get to see what's going on. I know that, but man, there's some powerful people that came in, man. Oh, man. Yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, this the ism show. <laughs> what's up, Marco? Hey, man, look. Marco and China, look, man. Look, hey, look, Ken. King, what is a man? What a gay. Had to let Ken talk, but no, I'm saying China Man and Marco. <laughs> I see you. Hey, what is a man, Ken? What a gift. Oh, my boy, they got the best wings okay, in there. Okay, okay. And jaw the trap you, wings. I need to pull up on you somewhere. Though. Easy. Okay. I love you, man. I'm going to tap in Hey y'all, we back, man. We back on the on the live. I had to let my boy listen. Hey, Lab, I had to let him in. Cause get what, Lab? What's that? This part of Lab, this part of the Atlanta like campaign, like uh -huh. this campaign for the streets. I don't. I ain't saying I don't. Listen, man, it's the whole Fulton County. Okay. But what I'm saying is, everybody has to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? On property taxes, that seat deal with tax tag and title, mm -hmm. right? But 89% of the people that get pushed out of their homes and get their liens paid for, you know what I'm saying, to get downtrodden and get pushed away, 89% mm -hmm. are African-American. Okay. 78% of 89 are our senior citizens, mm. right? So the people that's... 
Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so the people that are from Atlanta, even though Atlanta don't make up the whole Fulton County, mm-hmm. but if people from Atlanta, man, don't get treated fair, man, and we don't have nobody speaking up saying, hey, man, why my grandmama losing her house for only $1,000? Right. $300. Listen, bro, this ain't no made-up number. We got folk losing their house. House been paid for for 30 years, mm-hmm. bro. Because grandmama that got behind on her taxes can't pay the three hundred dollars or whatever. Right. And then got, I'm just saying, bro. She might not get the notice, and you gotta, you know, what I'm saying, your person mm-hmm. going to pay the taxes on it. Own the house. Own the house, right? right. <clears throat> it's not illegal. It's immoral and inhumane. Right. To do that to anybody, bro, mm-hmm. whether you're a senior citizen or not, bro. Buy a lien on a house where nobody's living in that house mm-hmm. and they behind on taxes. You know what I'm saying? Or if somebody living and they want to get out of there and can't pay the taxes. Right. Don't pay the taxes on somebody's house who live in there and want to stay there and you paying their taxes and you putting them out. Bro, don't right. do that, bro. You, you ain't got to do that. Yeah, well, that's because there's a bigger picture that they have. In certain areas where there's gentrification going on, of course they're going to find all the houses where the taxes are not being paid, paid all those taxes up, move those people out, and then sell the house and the property for more. Of course, that's that's what mm-hmm. that's what capitalism is built off Shit, of. Baby, it's built off of how I'm going to get over on you before you get over on me. Yeah, that's my... Um, that's my um, a beautiful, intelligent, smart black woman. You know what I'm saying? My campaign manager. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Shell, we had to let him on because, you know what I'm saying? Like, Atlanta has to be able to tap in and and get those guys that he's connected to in the, um, the, um, the streets and the prison pipeline to get out here and get activated. You know what I'm saying? To get them people out here to vote that normally don't vote. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They understand what the tax commissioner role is mm-hmm. how it affect you um how having the right person in that seat can not only help you you know what i'm saying but stay in your home you know what i'm saying or your commercial business because mm-hmm. it just don't affect homeowners now right you know what i'm saying control all commercial property real estate as well now mm-hmm. yeah but see we want to get somebody that we can have we can contact as well oh man <laughs> you from atlanta what <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying are you from atlanta <laughs> yeah, you know that. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. Hey, I'm saying you from Atlanta. Right. How old are you? 49. Do you know who Arthur Ferdinand is? Huh? Do you know who Arthur Ferdinand is? I don't know who Arthur Ferdinand is. I don't even know him. You ain't never seen him? Mm-mm. Know what I'm saying? And you from here? Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be 50 this year. Mm-hmm. Ain't never seen him? Ain't never seen him. That's what I'm saying, bro. The man been in the seats in 97. The average person can't tell you how the man look, who he is, man. Really? Yeah. What? Listen, he from here like all of us. Don't nobody know who this man is, man. Mm. Now Chris been having paper for a long time, yeah. so he don't care nothing about the tax bill. He dead paid. <laughs> he dead paid though. What I said though, he ain't look at. He ain't look at the tax bill. He dead paid. Stop flinching. He don't even know that if it was over tax or not. Right. He don't know it's over now. Look, he just get it. Hey man, boom, boom, boom. But uh, listen, I'm not. I'm joking, but I'm being for real though. Right. There's a lot of people that get money different ways. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Even if your money coming in, you know what I'm saying? Because you can make fast money owning a club, a restaurant, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Whatever, it coming fast. Right, 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 right. So you're not paying attention because you're getting the money. You right. you only sometimes pay attention when you slow down and money get a little slower. You're like, hold up, man. Then my tax bill, how much? Right. <laughs> I'm paying this for tax. 
then, but when you making money, like even if you driving trucks and getting contracts or whatever, whatever you get, it can be coming fast. Mm-hmm. You can overlook stuff. Fast money, that's don't mean like what Ken said again. We get so caught up in the street stuff. Fast money don't necessarily mean street money. Nah. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily right, mean right, street right. money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fast money could just be anything coming in every day for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you could be living above water, no, the head above shoulder, and not paying attention to your bills. Mm-hmm. But when things get a little tight. You pay attention to everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? What you got to say about that? You know what I'm saying? Mr. You know what I'm saying? I used to call him Louis Vuitton. Now he want me to call him Miss Chris. All right, what you got to say about that, Chris? You know what I'm saying? I can't call him LV no more. What you mean? Like, what, like, as, far, as far as, like, I mean, you know everything get tight when you, as far as, like, when you start sit, slowing down. I'm not saying get tight. I'm saying, how, I'm saying, what's the mindset, you know what I'm saying, when money coming in more abundantly and you know oh, what well, I'm saying? Oh, well, you know the money, yeah, because you're not, we're not paying attention. Well, a, a dumb person. Once you know better, you do better. You know what I'm saying? So once you find out what's coming in and you're doing it the right way, because you know what I'm saying? You're going to be the tax commission, so you know what I'm saying? We're going to need to use this money to come buy some of this property that these folks ain't, you know, going on. They might say, hey, man, I can't get in touch. What, what's the guy's name? Arthur Franklin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't get in touch with him, but they're going to call me and say, hey, man, what the one that, man? You know, you was talking about getting the one in the office. What's going on, man? I can't, we don't know what's going on. And I'm going to be able to call him. I'm going to push up on him, though. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing, Larry. This man from Haiti, right? Uh-huh. He moved to Atlanta. Don't nobody know him, right? Mm-hmm. He ain't got no friends we know. He's 70 years old. Mm-hmm. I know too many people that can get in touch with me, my mama, my children. Right, my, right. You know what I'm saying? My friends. Like, ain't no way around it where you can't get in touch with me, man. Right. Ain't no way around it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to still be able to find me. Well, get, Listen, bro, there's no lie. My barber been cutting my hair. Black Mike, shout out to my barber. You know what I'm saying? Black Mike from mm-hmm. Born Home. Mike been cutting my hair. Since 1990, mm-hmm. I still go to Mike. He cut hair at home. You think I'm gonna get in a seat and not go to Mike's house? Right. No. Why would I go to a new barber when he been coming here forever? And he know how you like. Either he coming to that Forty County office cutting it. I'm still going to his house. Right. <laughs> I'm still might play Tunk at night to three four in the morning on the weekend. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Playing Uno. Right. I'm still going to do all that. Playing Spade, talking trash. Hey, man, I'm still on my partner house playing Spade, watching games. That don't stop you, man. You know what I'm saying? If you're really real, man. Right. Who else I'm going to hang with and go with? I'm just saying, who else that I'm going to hang out with and flip the script and go hang over there? Who else I'm going to do that with? Mm-hmm. Everybody I know, man, is pretty much born and raised here. I've been in my friend mama house. I'm still going to mama house on a weekend eating. Mm-hmm. Why would that stop? So, so, no, so anybody can catch me. Why would they be able to catch me where they catch me at? Right today. Right. I'm a creature habit. I'm still going to the same restaurants I go to. You know what I'm saying? Partner right. house. You know what I'm saying? Sitting down. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. hey, man, same thing, man. We still going to be talking to so you. are trash. very accessible. Hey, man. Always have been, man. Right. Always will, man. I was in the kitchen and Mr. Everything cooking, man, when we mm-hmm. opened up there. Hey, man, I was there every day cooking. Ain't no sitting back. I'm the owner dress. I ain't coming in there fresh, hardly not. N- no time. I the, come to work for any given time. But I you saw you in the old way. Cook. Cook. That's what I'm saying, bro. Right. Hey, look, bro, that, that's who I am, though, for right. bro. I'm just a person that's going to get in that mud with you. Uh-huh. I don't want to hire you and say, hey, Chris, man, you clean the pool out. Hey, man, if I, even if I pay Chris to do it, I'm going to get in there with him, though. Right. I ain't just gonna be like, hey bro, here you go, bro. You know what I'm saying? No, bro, I won't I won't learn how to do it too, because where the crib decided he didn't want to come to work. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Where the crib become a bigger boss where he ain't got to clean pools no more. Mm-hmm. Then what? Mm-hmm. So you always gotta be prepared and expect that. And 
know what I'm saying? And want that. You know what I'm saying? If Chris, like I told all my own cashiers and everybody, if you work with me past a year, you're getting fired because I want you to go to manager, you know what I'm saying, the back of the house, you know what I'm saying, or come to me and say, hey, man, how can I own one? Like, how can I get, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I don't want you being a cashier for three, four, five years. Why? I'm a bad, I'm about to say boss. I say, you know what I'm saying, you're a bad uh, owner. Influence. You're a bad, no, 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 you're a bad owner. Uh-huh. If I allowed you to be a cashier for, Five, you don't care how good you is. Uh-huh. I got to elevate you, man. Be That's a manager. True. Be a general. Let me call Chris. Hey, boy, you need a good manager over there? Hey, boy, I got somebody for you. You can got doing trust, and she come to work every day. Mm-hmm. I don't need you with me for five years being a cashier. Let me bring somebody else young in, man. Come mm-hmm. on, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing you no due justice and letting you just be here for five years. Right. So, Chris, we started out, man. You know what I'm saying? I know you run a little behind all this mess, but we started out talking about Politics, man, like how we have people in office that don't help our people. I was saying that it bothers me because I don't like to have mayors and people on city council and county commissioners born and raised here. They want to scream that when they run it, but when they get in there, man, they don't do that for our people, man. Like, I don't, like, I'm sorry, like, I have a real problem with that. Yeah, I feel you because what you feel about that affordable housing that they got, the, little, the units, the little units they got built up. I mean, that ain't affordable housing. The mayor, like the mayor, did that with the um, the containers. Um, yeah, the containers. Yeah, containers. Um, to help some of the homeless. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, 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 homeless, right, right. You know, to try to help that. Oh, okay. So that's not for the. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, not that ain't for the homeless. That's just for that's for the homeless. Okay, okay. Now he so bought. He purchased. He purchased a building on two P Street, which is like a high rise that's supposed to be affordable housing. He gonna do right by that. Like I was telling Lab, uh, I wouldn't give Andrea F. Mm-hmm. There's some things that I don't like that he hasn't spoken out on, um, but I always try to give him credit for the things he's doing. I just hold them in higher. Um, I have higher expectation from him because he's from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He's from the West Side. When you run, you say this. Yeah. I'm from Carrier Heights. I went to Maine. Mm-hmm. I went to Georgia Tech. I'm from the West Side of Atlanta. When you run, you say that. You put your Superman cape on. Mm-hmm. You say, I got a mayor named Dre. You know what I'm saying? He had a whole thing, Dre Day. Right. Hey, bro, we can't speak that culture. Right. And thrive on that culture. And when it's time to support and do right by that culture, we fall a little short. Mm-hmm. I just want him to knock a home run out of there because Mayor Bottoms didn't have a chance to do it because of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Her administration would count on COVID. Right, right. But Andre, you know what I'm saying? Even she been from here from the bluff, went to Doug High School, went to FAMU. She left for four years. Mm-hmm. Andre never left Atlanta. He went to college here. Okay. So I had high expectation from her. When you ran, you talked about this girl from the West Side or from the Bluff. Mm-hmm. I went to Doug High. Hey, man. Right. When you say the old thing, you gotta stand up. take care of them people from that same mud you from, though. Right. You got to. Ain't no way around it. Because if you don't, who else is? Right. If I get in office and don't take care of my people, who else is? Then you can say vote no matter. If a nigga like me run for office that from the streets and claiming this, mm-hmm. and I don't do right, boy, ain't no hope. Mm-hmm. Ain't no hope. Now, then you can say, hey, boy, vote no man. I, hey, I'm tired of vote. Mm-hmm. I can stand on that. You can say that if I get in office and don't do right, then you can say, hey, boy, I ain't vote no more. Mm-hmm. Then you can say you don't elect one of your own who really from the streets like you, who really did everything that you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can say, I done elected him. He done done that. His friends done done that. They done 
hey man, they, you know what I'm saying, they them guys, they them girls. You know what I'm saying? Then you can say that I don't let the one of us, man, that really from the mud. Until you do that, you can't give up on voting. You know what I'm saying? We vote for people we really don't know. It might be the better um candidate or whatever. Mm -hmm. But this time you vote for a person who you know really from the streets of Atlanta. Went to APS, went to Bunch, went to Doug. You know what I'm saying? You know this person that been well, I've been fighting this now for 21 years. I came home from college in 02. I've been doing this for 21 years, bro. You know what I'm saying? This what I've been, you know what I'm saying, in these streets. 21 years, bro. Like, fighting this battle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? At the school, then in the, you know what I'm saying? Fighting this battle, bro. 21 years. So if you vote somebody in who been doing that and come from that, you know what I'm saying? They don't do right by you. Hey, man. Who else gonna do right, right. by you? If a person who come from your surroundings don't do it, then ain't no hope. Ain't man. no hope for it. Hope for the future, man, for real. But hey, let's talk, man. You don't want to send you the hey. problem. I had about two, three drinks. You full. <laughs> no, let's get to it, man. Hey, man, you know, time ain't permitting us for this week. You know, so we got next week, you know what I'm saying, to get down. Because we don't have what? what Give him a nugget of something before we go, man. I'm just hey, saying. Man, I ain't really got too many nuggets tonight, but you know, <laughs> not, to, not tonight. But you know, one thing ain't nobody, though, you need to let them know, like, we got to pump this, this thing in for real, man. We got to pump it every week with the. Um, Getting you in the office, and then I mean, do we know anybody else? Like, you know, you know, I mean, I know you got some connections as far as like who was going on. Like, cause you said you give Dre like a, you don't give him an F, you know what I'm saying? But, I don't give him an F because Dre trying, and Andre has a heart. Yeah. Like Andre has a heart. I ain't gonna lie, like he's a good person, but the good person don't always get it done. It don't. You can't like you can't do certain things being a good person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like at some point. You got to put that foot down and just make that tough decision he might not want to make. Mm -hmm. You got to do that at like some point. Like you said, what you did with the hospital. Those kind of decisions have to make are more than once. Oh, man, you got to do that. Mm -hmm. You got to do that, man. You just can't be a, like, like you just can't be, you know what I'm saying, a good guy to everybody. Mm -hmm. You got to make that hard decision. I'm to my boy, you got to. Mm -hmm. You just got to. And I just think that Dre has to just, you know what I mean, make that hard decision. You know what I'm saying, at least, you know what I'm saying, one time. Put that foot down and just go, man. Yeah. I feel you on that. But he got to have something that he can be concrete in, like you said, like you said, something that that hard decision. Cause, sir, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, like that we don't we don't know and we know. You know what I'm saying? So I give, I give. I mean, for me, man, I say I ain't gonna be too critical on it, man. I say a B minus. Mm -hmm. I want to yeah. say a C plus, but I want to say a C plus. I'm again, I'm again, I'm a C plus. Again, Antonio Lewis a B. Again, Antonio Lewis a B. Again, Antonio a B. Give him a B. Antonio Lewis, yeah. He getting towards an A. He getting towards. He getting there. He had to get his foot. He had to get his foot. He getting his foot ready. You know what I'm saying? I give him. I give him an A. Give him an A. Okay. I'm gonna say a B going to an A. A minus then. Nah, he gonna get a B minus right now. B minus. I'm saying. No, I'm saying that's some things he still gotta. Okay. Hey, man, not be afraid to do and say, man. Uh -huh. If you say you from, once again, you say you from them streets of Cleveland now. Right. You got to go hard in the paint. Right. So, Andre, I give. Say C. I give him a C plus, man. Right. I give him a C plus, man, because I don't like how he gave them 10 million back. Uh, oh, he, oh, he gave it back? Oh, man, he gave 10 million back. It's too many poor people in these streets, bro. They need bills paid and stuff. Can't get them 10 that, million. For that, uh, that process to send over there for. for uh, uh, Twitter or whatever it was. What no, but that was ten million, bro, for like um, uh, rental assistance and all that. Bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, the real little sister he gave back 10 million? Yeah. yeah. Gave the 10 million back. The girl who daddy got killed by the cop, my girl Anita. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, I need you out there on the front line on that, bro. Like, hey, bro. Hey, this young cop killed the old man who was a deacon. Mm-hmm. And see, Andre was running and saying he was a deacon also. Hey, bro, you saying you're a deacon in the church, bro. You got to stand on that principle too now if that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, if, like you got to like, like you gotta stand on that, though. On all that, though. That's what I'm saying. He had to do more for our community. You know what I'm saying? He did a lot for that, you know what I'm saying, that youth, that um, you're the youth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like the initiative. I would have liked to see more effort, you know what I'm saying, because you can't, you know what I'm saying, hear my thing. That's why I say when you ain't from the streets, you be kind of disconnected because you can't hear the year of youth if you ain't got little league coaches involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dudes who were hustling in the streets, that out of the streets, that got respect, you know what I'm saying, that helped raise some of these kids. I just heard how you did when we, when we invited him to the um, to the cleanup and he didn't show up and he was like, he, you know, it was a Saturday. I know he had anything going on. He told us he would come, you know what I'm saying, and the girl, you know, say just pull up and show up. If he would pull it up, cause let the supporters know who voted for him, know you really out there in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So you know, they don't see it that way. Right. I think the problem is they don't take they take um, lower income voters for granted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't like they don't think that we most of us matter. So it would now if you would have been over in Buckhead and told him to show up, he would have showed up. Right. I you guarantee you, he would have showed up. But this out of it where you say you're right. from, right? And it's in the area, you know what I mean? You like wouldn't you, even have to told him to show. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't yeah. have to ask him to show right, up. Right. Right. And Buckhead, he would have just minutes. showed up. Right. Five minutes. Right. So you know th- there's a different element at play. That's why right. you know I ask. I want to ask Nuwan once he gets in office. I'm not say if. I'm gonna say once you get in office. Are these people that you think you can work with? For progress, or is it going to be an issue with them because you just don't like how they doing the people of the city? Huh? Once you get in office, can you work with these folks, or do you think it's going to be a problem because you don't like how they doing people in the city? Oh no, we're going to work with everybody, lab. But here's the thing, though. See, here's the thing. Now he's trying to say with the people that's already in position. Already right? in position. Oh yeah, because get what? Here's the unique thing. Of- Listen, bro, here's the unique thing about the tax commissioner. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to see the tax commissioner. Mm-hmm. This what make it so bad because he's the leader. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to pay him the taxes so he can say, hey, listen, here's what we're not doing. This is what we're not doing. We're not raising this. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. So everybody kind of have to, like, tip their hat to the tax commissioner. You know what I'm saying? Because the tax commission is what makes the budget. Right. You know what I'm saying? For every municipality. Because from Atlanta, the taxes he collect make up about 30 to $40 million towards the general budget. Mm-hmm. So if I'm responsible for 30 to $40 million, you don't think I demand, you know what I'm saying, to be heard? Yeah. You don't think that you got to listen to me? Right. I'm just saying, like, no, bro. Everybody listen to it. So they, so it ain't, here's the thing. It ain't that I got to work with Crick. Crick got to work with me. No, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the collector of the taxes. Mm-hmm. He got to work with me. Mm. I ain't got to work with him. So you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, though, like, he got to... I'm just saying, like, he got to work with me because not only do Chris got to work with me because he counsel of the mayor, he also own a home. Mm-hmm. He also own a business. You know what I'm saying? So he got to work with me. Considering three four fronts, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So they gotta work. That's what I'm saying. That's how much power we got, bro. He 
fighting off that, and off that, and off that. He the tax man for the school system, the municipalities and government. Brother, think about this, bro. You from here, right? <laughs> right? Nah, yeah, I'm here for you. Yeah. You've been here long enough, right? Right. <laughs> where, the, where the governor mansion sit? Hold on, uh, I know what the governor mansion is. What the governor mansion is? What that street is? Pace Ferry. Uh, Pace Ferry. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm saying uh, Buckhead, right? Right. Mm-hmm. We sit in the, you know what I'm saying, the city of Atlanta, right? Right. Mm-hmm. All right, they got to pay property tax to who, though? The city of Atlanta. No. Who? The tax commission. Tax commissioner. Well, tax commissioner for the city of Atlanta, right? No, he tax for the county, man. Oh, for the county tax Oh, my bad. He the whole county, bro. It's 15 cities in Fulton okay. County, County, but I'm saying. I just wanted to test to see if you knew what we The know. governor. Right. <laughs> the governor has to go see him, too, bro. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Right. It's powerful, bro. Everybody got to sit down with this man. Where that gold dome sit at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Downtown Atlanta. Downtown Atlanta, yeah. That's dog. Everybody got to go see this man. You know what I'm saying? The two twin tower with partner and parole at over there. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to pay tax to this man, bro. Mm-hmm. The State Farm. Arthur Blanks. Mm-hmm. Bro, everybody got to see the tax man, bro. Mm. Y'all don't be, th- that's what I'm saying. People don't be thinking about that, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to go see it. I don't care who all these high ride, these bills, go get what? When folks talking out, they ain't got, get why powerful there, right? Let's say a quick trying to buy a house. And let's say the guy next door, a slumlord or whatever, whatever they doing, they ain't caring about the fact. Let's say he owned these apartments. You know what I'm saying? Let's say the guy owned an apartment, Chris trying to buy an apartment. Can't nobody find the guy, but the apartment is filled with mold, mildew, bed bugs, and all that. Mm-hmm. Boy, we don't find him. What do you, what, what you think the tax man gonna do if he don't wanna be, you know what I'm saying? No, so if he wanna be contacted. Hey, sir or ma'am. Right. Hey. You got 30 days to respond. To get this, right. Or this was finna hell. Come on, man. Mm. That's the power you yield, man. Mm. Hey, all that trying to polite, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey they want to be on contact, you know what I'm saying? They want to fix that. Hood, y'all don't want to step in and help or do something. All right, let the text man deal with it. Mm. All right, then. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, come on, man. Mm. Let the courts and the text man deal with it. Text man put that pressure on them. I guarantee you they come out of hiding. Mm. That's all I'm saying, bro. You know how many rundown apartments that are in Atlanta and in Fulton County? You know what I'm saying? Where people live in, man, in inhumane conditions. Because mm. ain't nobody holding the owner of the apartments, you know what I'm saying, accountable. He get, he or she getting that guaranteed check every month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From Section L Hood. No, bro, not on my watch, bro. You cut that out till you get this fixed. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, your house will be on them, you know what I'm saying, courthouse step for delinquent taxes, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they ain't sending their check in, but they collect the check. Mm-hmm. No, bro, we're going to get somebody, you know what I'm saying, get somebody in charge to own this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Eminent domain. Hey, man, we asking for all of that to be done. We asking for people, hey, the courts to intervene and say, hey, listen, let somebody manage this, you know what I'm saying, and collect the rent rolls until this owner come down to Atlanta or... No, I was calling Paul East Point and deal with this issue. Until then, no, it's inhumane what he or she allowing to happen. Bro, you got to be a leader to, you know what I'm saying, to exhaust all your options, you know what I'm saying, to draw that person out to get these apartments up the code. Mm. Like, man, tax man can do all that, bro. He can put his nose in all that. You know what I'm saying? So it's a very powerful position. It's more important than anything on the ballot, lad. Mm. If you don't get in trouble... Why would you need to worry, be worried about the sheriff or the DA if you don't get in right, trouble? Right, right, right. Why 
Why you need to worry about the solicitor if you don't get in no trouble? Mm-hmm. Everybody got to pay taxes, though. Period. Everybody ain't got to go see the sheriff right. or the DA. Everybody like, Chris ain't got to worry taxes. about who DA or the sheriff is if I do. Right. He can call and say, hey, movie man, my son locked up, man, can you call so-and-so, right? Right. But everybody got to pay them taxes, though. <laughs> right. Chris right. might not get in no more trouble. Movie might not get in no trouble. Right. He might not need a DA or the sheriff. But we still got to pay our goddamn property tax. You right. know what I'm saying? Well, we get, you know what I'm saying? Got the buildings on hold. And the way around that. Mm-hmm. But you can know somebody, know somebody that can call the sheriff or DA and try to say, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can make them calls. But don't nobody know the tax man. Somebody know Labot. Labot went to Doug High School. He's from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think Funny Wood is from here or she's been here long enough. Mm-hmm. Somebody pick up the phone and call her, though. Mm-hmm. Boy, can't nobody say they can call this nigga. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> I'm just saying, nobody, dog. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's a, man, man. It's a shame, dog. I ain't gonna lie, it's a shame, dog. You know what I'm saying? To have so much power. And before we go, let me say this. The tax man lab is the one who really sets the tone for gentrification. Mm-hmm. If you ask me why. Why? Because... If Lab want to build his high rise, and let's say Lab know it's going to cost him about $10 million in taxes, mm-hmm. Lab got to have high rent, you know what I'm saying, to pay that tax. Right. Mm-hmm. So they set it up like that, and then he got to come in off the muscle for a one bedroom, $25, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, 700 square feet. Mm-hmm. But if the tax man say, hey, listen, man, this program available for you over here that's going to cut it. If you offer certain bedroom for affordable rent, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, the Fed got the program for minority that if you do that, you know what I'm saying? Or if you hire a minority manager, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Certain stuff like that, that they can cut it down, right? And he ain't got to pay that much taxes on it. And that way he ain't got to come in at the gate trying to beat you over the head with four twenty five, you know what I'm saying? $2,000. So when they do that, you know what I'm saying? Then when they say, oh, Chris, same house. Oh, you gotta remodel that thing, Chris. Woo, that thing worth five hundred thousand now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't paid for sixty eight thousand for it. You know what I'm saying? You done put about two hundred in it. Now it's worth five hundred grand. You know, Miss Joan house sitting there for you. You know what I'm saying? She probably paid forty two thousand for it back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Her house might only be worth ninety eight or hundred. But sitting there though to you, it feels like her property taxes up a little bit more. No, I'm saying she on a fixed income, might not have no more relatives left. Who's she gonna call and ask for that extra seven hundred dollars she gotta pay them? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the year. She ain't, ain't got, got it. Nobody. So yes, guess what now? They'll probably let her get behind cause somebody like the church might bail out for seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll pay it up and let her get behind for about three, four years. Mm-hmm. Now let's say she twenty four hundred behind. I mean twenty eight hundred behind. She can't come up with that three thousand dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, John, hey, man, it's a beautiful, I mean, you know what I'm saying, it's a beautiful senior high-rise over there. Hey, man, we got the, and I'm going to tell you the problem is, man, you know what I'm saying, for though, the problem is with most older black women who they putting out, mm-hmm. do you understand this? They come up at a time where you can't question white folks. Mm. So right. he let the white group vest the holding, do the collection, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, they take, you know what I'm saying, they do the lean. The average black senior citizen 
not gonna question them white folk, folk, bro. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still they didn't grow up with questioning white right, folk. Right, right. See, we grew up in a time that white people wasn't in Atlanta, mm-hmm. so we're not scared of white folks in fear. We're not scared to talk back, to voice them. We're not scared of none of that. We didn't grow up to be scary. Mm-hmm. We didn't see that where we had to be that. They were scared. So the old black person gonna take what they say, lose their uncle. Who gonna fight for them? Right. Who they got to talk to, man? So they gone over there to the senior high ride. And they might even convince themselves, well, you know what? You know what I'm saying? I am battling diabetes. I done feel. You know what I'm saying? At least if I'm over here, you know what I'm saying? Something happened to me. Somebody, somebody, somebody watch it. Somebody don't know it. I'm in this house. I can die. Won't nobody even know it. Right. Man, they start saying it to themselves, bro. And they scared to talk back to this man. Hey, let me see that paperwork again. Let me see that. Then if they do see it, bro, they're not understanding that, bro. Wasn't no lean process and all that when they were coming up, man. Right. Come on, man. They don't know what they read, man. For real, man. Right. I'm just saying, bro, they don't know what they read. And they tell the senior citizen, oh, there's a homestead exemption if they apply. Bro, how many senior citizens you know got a laptop? Right. Know, I know how to get online and apply, bro. Right, right. Love. Bro, you got to have a updated 20. First century computer, computer system that generates everybody who over 65, it automatically enrolled them in homestead exemption. Mm. I can't put that on you, man. I expect you to do that and you're a senior citizen, man. Right. Everybody's capability is not the same. So we're going to generate this new computer system. So when Chris turned on his 65th birthday, he automatically enrolled. He ain't never got to come down here. Mm-hmm. He ain't never about even getting a letter. The computer system automatically generated. Mm-hmm. And if it don't, it's on our end. So we correct it, and it don't charge you nothing, and you're not up for auction. Mm. Come on, bro. Man, you can do that. Mm. Lab, that's easy money, that man. That sound real. That, yeah, that is easy. But that's also against, that's also against the, the narrative in progress. We have all these. Let me tell you something. But, Lab, we do it with a couple driver license, though, Lab. Your driver license, uh, when the time they expire, hey, boy, your shit. Hey, when your tag expire, hey, boy, the police can say, hey, I look, hey, boy, your tag expired. You got to get it once a year mm-hmm. on your birthday. Boom, all they expire. That same system, because guess what? He run that same system. Now, you got to think now. He owns tax tag and title. Right. It's under the um, tax commission as well. Well, let me tell you something, though. Yeah. It, it would be different if we didn't, if we, when we renewed our tags and we did, we got our, we, they got the car. I bet you the system wouldn't be in place then. If I didn't renew my tag when I was supposed to, and on 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 the second or third time that I didn't renew it, they get to take my vehicle. I bet you that system wouldn't be in place, because you got to forget something. It's economics. If I want your house, if I want to gentrify this area and make this a better area, why would I tell you that your taxes are due? Why would I tell you that? That's against what I'm. That's against what I'm trying to do. I'm not going to tell you your taxes are due, because I want to take your house anyway. I want to make more money anyway. Why am I going to let Miss Jones pay $300 a year in taxes when I got Mr. Investment Bank want to pay $300,000 a year in taxes? That don't add up. By that matrix, it don't even add up. So why would I tell you that? Right. Uh-huh. Why would I tell you that? And I'm going to make the whole neighborhood, I'm going to put one house on that property that's worth $700,000. You just said it. And make everybody in the neighborhood taxes go up. So I'm going to get that whole block. It doesn't. It doesn't help them to tell you that. Now if they didn't. Now if they got our cars when we didn't pay our tags. You best believe that system wouldn't be in place. I guarantee you it wouldn't. But that's why I'm saying, Lab, black folks have been in charge allowing him to do that. That's what I'm saying. That's my mm-hmm. biggest problem. The black folks been in charge, have allowed him to do this right here 
with the same group Vesta holding mm-hmm. who didn't have to even put in a bid to do it. Yeah. Like, how you just get them the contract to go take over all the tax liens in the whole mm-hmm. Fulton County? Because it was a big One white-owned company, bro. It was a bigger plan. Yeah, it's a bigger plan, but we got to start that plan and get them. Hey, man, we got to get them. Well, we going to get you in office. Get them bloodsuckers out of here, man. All right. We didn't talk and talk and talk. What we gonna do? What y'all doing? We done? Or we or we finished? <laughs> Man, Chris, I like he done. He over here half sleep. Look, I'm looking at him. He no, no, I'm everything. Man, I know he done had about two, three. No, I just ate out for real. I had a long day. Okay. Yeah. I had to go to um, go out of town, man. Boy, and I was just ripping and running, rush, rush. Trying to go to dinner, and then yeah. end up coming up here late. But you know, know what I'm saying? And he told me, hey, bro, you going to be there? I guess Lab, we done. For the record, Lab, he ain't no late person. That's why I'm surprised he was that late. He ain't, right. no he ain't no late person. Oh, no. He had me. All right, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Catch us next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace. Hey, what's up now? Hey, brother, what's up? This is a big party, man. Yeah, brother, like, Right on. What's up? Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you die.